Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. All right. It is everybody's favorite. Well, I'm sorry. Before I get off on the wrong foot, happy Friday, happy hour. It is a blessing of a month because my oldest, not not actually numerically, but it feels like in my heart, my oldest friend's birthday is here. Ashley, that's so nice. Are you going to sing for me? Oh, you know I don't sing without um, a karaoke <laughs> live thing yeah. behind me. You know I don't sing unless oh, there's a sweetheart. unless there's an old man with a Hawaiian shirt running the karaoke table at a dive bar. <laughs> That's so accurate. Yes, I am so excited to be turning 25 here pretty soon. Next weekend I'll be having a birthday party. It is Y2K club scene. Nepo baby coded. In case anyone's in Tennessee and wants to come, you're gonna do a giveaway for tickets like you're a celebrity or a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm trying to pack the room, so I told everyone that they need to bring one dessert and one plus one. (laughs) (laughs) And then after, we're going to have a pie eating contest because it's July. (laughs) I I told them, I was like, if you want, you can bring your hinge dates. Like, I don't care. Just (laughs) pack the room. (laughs) You you walk in wearing a tuxedo and you are on the host and it's like um, Bachelor in Paradise and you're trying to match up. Everyone bring a schmuck. It's dinner for schmucks. (laughs) That would actually be so fun. Like, I would be down for that. Listen, your birthday gift is going to be a little bit late because I haven't bought it and I'm not going to buy it for a few more days because to be transparent, I had been looking at flights and have, but I don't think anything's going to change. But you're, you're Oh my God, I would, I would actually shit my pants if you showed up at my birthday. Can you imagine? I know. Don't hold that false up though. Um, real quick, since in celebration also as a birthday gift for you, we're not going to deep dive into this. We could do this another day. But what is your favorite song on Speak Now since it got released today? The new, are you talking about vault tracks or just in general? Well, I guess you could do both. Well, I like when Emma falls in love a lot. I know, that one like tickles, itches a part of my brain. Something about the way she says it. It's something, yeah. The storytelling and the beat and all that, I love that one. Um, But the very first song I listened to, the instant it came out, Kaylee and I were in the car and we were like, it's 11. And we were like waiting for the clock to strike 11 so that we could listen (laughs) to Speak Now TV. Um, we put on Long Live and ah, we yeah. shed one singular tear in the car. And I said, all right, get out of here. I got to go home. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't listen to all of it. I listened to like one last night and then all the new ones. But I love when Can Emma you love. believe she changed the lyrics to Better Than Revenge? And she changed it to something. Here we go analyzing. We don't have time she for it. She changed it to something dumb. Something dumb that doesn't sound immature like a 16-year-old would write it. She changed it to something so poetic about a moth and a flame. It was just dumb. If like, it needed, that's what you came up with in the writing room? If it needed to rhyme with actress, she should have just said something along the lines of, like, I don't know, she sits there looking so pretty in a black dress or something. Or, like, she sits there yes. looking in a black dress. Like, dress would have should have been her rhyming word, not moth and flame or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she does something crazy in a black dress. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! I saw on TikTok these two girls doing, like, 5,000 alternate things that she could have done for the yeah, line, and they were all better than what she came up with. Yeah. So if if you are in the great state of Tennessee or a surrounding one, you get two free tickets and two drink cards to Abby's 25th birthday extravaganza. (laughs) 
You get a ticket. You get a ticket. I'm in my Oprah era. Yeah, which we need to go through the run of show later about what what time the right the cake comes. We'll converse later this weekend about everything. (laughs) We'll we'll make a plan. We'll make a plan for the entire itinerary of the night. But yes, this is our long and long anticipated, highly beloved birthday episode, if you will. We do this every birthday. These ones hit really hard. Ashley does them. I do them on our birthday episodes. And we talk about the numeric number that we're turning, that many life lessons that we've learned until up until this age. So obviously mine is 25 life lessons I've learned by 25. And you must Which not let me forget. Tell you, this is going to get harder every year. You <laughs> must like, not oh, forget. Shit, another lesson. <laughs> you must not forget on your actual birthday to do 25 things that you're thankful for. Or my best friend yes. made to start doing that years ago. And we must, must always Precious. keep that in our journal. And it's on a Monday. So I am going to walk into the Monday morning sales meeting with a crown on and say, hi, everyone. Hi, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I can't wait until you get into your like 50s and 60s because I hope and I pray your personality doesn't change and it'll just be so fascinating to be a part of. I just can't. I can't dull my sparkle. <laughs> you um, can But something that's actually funny that I want to share with everyone is I did get this trucker hat that I've been waiting for literally three months because it shipped from somewhere in China. It was an Instagram ad and me and Kaylee got them. And one says, I only talk to boys with boats. And the other one says, I'm not like other girls. I'm worse. That one's yours, I've never right? been more excited. Yeah. I've never been more excited for purchase and we are going to wear them to the sales meeting this Monday. How on earth work. did they barely come in when I heard about these hats ages ago? That's what I'm saying. It literally took three months to get here, but like the best three months of my life just <laughs> waiting for forget. these trucker hats. I also bought a hat for you. I'll give it to you later. I bought you something. Oh, okay. A little treat. That's really nice. I love little treats. How exciting. I love hats. Um, but so yes, let's get into our long awaited, possibly just by us, um, birthday extravaganza. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope some of them make me laugh. Okay. I hope some of them are about just boys and silliness. And then as always, I'll respond yeah. with a one liner. Yes, it's a wide range and they're in no particular order. Some of them are a little more prophetic and some of them are just very simple and straightforward. So let's get into it, shall we? A simple man with simple pleasures. 25 life lessons. Starting off strong with number one, you will never feel like an adult. Yeah. You'll never feel like one. No. Even when we're 35, I don't think I'll feel like one. And if we ever have kids, what do you do? You bring them home and you show the newborn around the house? Like, what do you do? It's just (laughs) – Show the newborn? Yeah, like you trust me to take this child home with me? Like, I don't know. It's like it's just you and me, kid. I think that maybe, maybe you might feel a a tiny bit if you have multiple kids. Maybe by the time the second one comes around, it's like, all right, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling a little more grounded. But Right. I think once you become a parent, things are different. But honestly, all throughout my 20s, I'm just going to feel like a kid. Yeah. A 24-year-old teenage girl. Yep, literally crying over speak now in the car. <laughs> no worries. I think they need to be okay. nicer to the millennials because one day <laughs> everyone likes to shit on the millennials, but one day we'll be older in our 30s. That's true. And I'm friends with a lot of millennials these days, and yeah. it's quite interesting. It's it's me in the future. Okay, next. The scariest things in life will likely end up being the best things you ever do. That's sweet, Taylor. <laughs> Yeah. What are your thoughts? That's really sweet. And I think that it's true. And I think that's really special. And I think that's a good mid to older 20s line. What's something scary that you've done that ended up being great? Mm, I decided to go to Pepperdine last minute, like the night before I switched my answer. I pulled out. And it ended up being the best place of your life. Mm -hmm. 
Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three, whatever you're going through at the moment seems like the biggest hurdle, but it's likely just a phase. Mm. So this is honestly a perspective one because as we've said on this podcast before, how everything is temporary, nothing's as serious as we make it. But when you're in the middle of it, it feels like the most uncomfortable thing that you'll ever go through and that you'll never get over it, you know? Not just that, but nothing in my life that I've catastroph how do you say it makes something catastrophic in my own mind that I've done that with <laughs> and nothing has ever been the as Latin term the root word catastroph- for catastroph <laughs> uh, catastrophize yeah maybe um nothing that I've ever built up in my mind no nothing that I had to go to nothing that I had to say has ever been even a fraction of as bad as I had made it up to be in my mind when it actually comes yeah, and it's. I think that's part of growing up too is just getting perspective because the things that I freaked out about when I was in high school, I look at now and laugh. I'm like, why the fuck did you care so much about the littlest thing? Like, get I don't think it. I could have handled knowing you in high school. I think it would have been a lot for me. You would have hated me. I was yeah. a menace. Not the kind of menace I am now, like a worse one. No, I, I believe it. I'm surprised your mom liked you through it all. I don't think she did. She barely made it. No, she didn't. Still doesn't. Yeah. All right, number four. <laughs> Number four, skincare is so important and so is drinking water. I am reminded this every single day of my 20s. Like, I have to wear sunscreen on my face every single day because I love You've to be grown outside. up a lot because sacrifice. up until yeah. recently, you did not wear sunscreen. You said, I'd rather be hot now. <laughs> I'd rather be hot, hot and now young. and leathery later. Yeah, leathery later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I have grown up a lot in the skincare realm and I've noticed a big difference. I just try to drink a lot of water. But the thing is, like, I am not going to sacrifice being outside because being outside yeah, is my favorite thing in the world. And so I'm just going to wear lots of sunscreen and try and stay youthful for as long as I can, but also embrace aging. Like, I'm not going to be that I person actually- that's like so obsessed with like looking like I'm 12, you know? No, totally. I actually got so horrifically sunburned, which I don't normally let happen this <laughs> this week um, for the 4th of July. And I was thinking, okay. She's feeling leathery. I was thinking, yes, I'm sunburned. And yes, this did damage on my face just like one time. Now I'm tan though. But I mean, it must be kind of okay to get older. And it's like, okay, I've spent a lot of good days in the sun, you know? Like, doesn't the Kardashians not let themselves smile because of the lines? I've smiled a lot, and I've spent a lot of good days in the sun. (laughs) Yeah, and also, it reminds me of the Skinny Confidential girl, how she's always, like, covering her face with, like, a cloth, like a ski mask whenever she goes outside. And I'm like, you know what? Feel the sun on your face. It was meant to be there to bring you happiness and joy. Like, let it. Yes. Next. Number five. It's cool to be excited about things. Celebrate others' excitement as well as your own. That's very tailor-coded, but it's, it resonates really, really hard with me because I get overly excited and animated about a lot of things in this world, and I used to feel like I had to tone it down a little bit, but life's too short for that. Like I love getting excited, and I love when my friends get excited about stuff, even if it's not something I'm excited about. I love celebrating them, and you need to – surround yourself with people who do the same things it's the funnest way to live a hundred percent I think it's so fun having fun is so much fun and I think that it's so fun to be excited about stuff other people are excited about and I think that you also have to remember to not tamper down your personality to match other people that are less Mm -hmm. animated than you because sometimes I can match people's energy a little too much and it's like no you just smile a lot (laughs) like yeah you don't have to match them 
What's something that you've been excited about lately? Um, well, I was really excited for Speak Now. I was really excited to spend time at the at a lake this week. I was really excited yep. to do sparklers on the 4th of July. I love doing that. Did you? I did. And I was so excited. Something that I love is to watch fireworks from a dock and have my feet in the water. God, that gets me going. Oh, oh and, my God. <laughs> and everyone knows I've been forced so hard to root beer floats. My friend was like, oh my gosh, I have root beer float stuff for tonight. So that's good because I always used to have no. to bring it. <laughs> oh my God, that's to, incredible. I have to be the one to buy it. So I've been excited a lot the past 72 hours or whatever. <laughs> it's it's a good life, Hazel Grace. It's, a good, it's life, a good life, Hazel Grace. <laughs> I'm excited for your birthday. I'm excited. I'm not going as of right now, but I'm oh, so excited. <laughs> I'm so that's excited. That's so nice. That's so nice that you're excited for me. And birthday. I'm so excited that to means talk so about much. it later because I get excited about that type of stuff. And I love you're like my little kid. I always text Abby stuff. You should be this for Halloween. You should <laughs> do this next. Yeah. You're like my daughter. Um, no, okay. So fun. What's next? Number six FOMO is a double edged sword. Let me explain. FOMO can be really detrimental to one's health. I know this firsthand because I get FOMO a lot. And anytime anyone's doing anything fun that's in my circle, if I'm not there, I'm ready to off myself. I'm like, I have to be there. I have to experience it. I have to experience like every single thing that this world has to offer. I've always been like that. It exhausts my mother to no end. However, it's a double-edged sword because if you don't have any FOMO at all and you protect your peace a little too much and you just do your own thing and stay in your own lane – you will miss out on a lot of like fun things in your 20s and getting out of your comfort zone and being a yes girl and going to things that you necessarily wouldn't have um, on a normal basis. So I do think there's a healthy amount of FOMO that is good because it'll give you all these cool life experiences to look back on, but it is a double-edged sword. I've gotten a little bit better about accent activities that I'm not passionate about and that's very hard to find but I'm not interested <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm not interested in going to your house and like necessarily sleeping on the couch unless I haven't seen you in a really long time like if we're not doing an yeah. activity I'm not interested if we're gonna <laughs> if we're going maybe to a restaurant that I've been to too many times and I don't even like that much I'm not interested. I don't have to go to these activities anymore. I want to try new things or I have to really love it. So I've gotten a little bit better than you, but I do still need to be run out like a dog of energy (laughs) at Um, nighttime. 100%. 100%, That makes sense. I am better at saying no now than I ever have been, which is good because, you know, protect your peace. But yeah. Okay. Number seven, caring about name brand stuff is so dumb. Yeah, I've always thought this. I've really hit it home recently. Oh, good. But you're still a consumer through and through. Of course, I consume all the time, but I've just never cared about name brand stuff. And now more than ever, like even grocery store food, like when I was a kid, I'd be like, (laughs) such a loser. I'd like be embarrassed (laughs) if my dad was getting the like store brand chips or the store brand salsa or the store brand everything. So I'd be like, are we poor? Like, tell me that. Tell me straight (laughs) to my face. I would be like, is this like really losery to do? But now that I buy my own groceries, I'm like, hell yeah, give me the cheapest stuff. It's all the same anyway. You know, yeah. like I am such an adult in that way where like I don't give a shit. Yeah. But name brand like clothes and stuff. I mean, I think that if you were actually like it, if you were to remove whatever labels on it and you still really like it because you like the quality and stuff, then by all means. But you for sure should not be buying stuff just because of a name that's slapped on it. And so many people are. A hundred percent. Like we've got to get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is more to life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next. 
Number eight, not everyone is meant to be in your life forever, so don't force it and instead appreciate it for what it was. This is a really good lesson because people come and go in our lives and some people are in our lives for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. I think we've all heard that at some point in our lives. But it it is so true in your 20s especially because we're all moving around. We're all trying on new careers. Like we're not very stable. We're kind of nomads, if you will, trying on people like trying on clothes and like some people are going to stick and they're going to be in your life forever and some people aren't but you can't like dwell on it and like let that get you depressed yes um and I think that people come back around um there's friends that I've had for like over 10 years where there's definitely been phases where we're not as close and then now we might be or we might not be in a few years it's just like things ebb and flow yeah number nine Ignoring red flags in the beginning can be fun and silly, but they'll always be the same reason you leave in the end. People That's show good. you who you are at the beginning. That's and good. And we just choose – we choose whether or not we want to believe them, but they show you who they are. We choose to we turn know. a blind eye. Yeah. Number 10, find a kind of exercise you love and it will change your life. I have talked about my relationship with exercise on this podcast a lot before, but it truly has been such an interesting arc because I used to be a, a hater of it. Like I would freak out at the thought of it. I didn't like sweating. I didn't like being around people in the gym. It gave me a lot of anxiety, especially like being around men lifting weights. Like I just hated everything about it. Like it stressed me out um, in college. And then now I'm just like so obsessed with it. And it's part of my weekly routine. And it's such a big part of my life because I found something that I love. Abby is chiseled. Her shoulders are like that of a boy. Um, <laughs> in a good way. In a, in a good way. In a good way. Any male listeners we have. In a good <laughs> All two of them. All two of them. Her, her shoulders gay. <laughs> are chiseled like a boy. And if I were to arm wrestle her, she'd probably snap my elbow. Abby could not be more athletic. I did ask the boy that I recently started seeing if I could challenge him to an arm wrestling competition and he got a little scared and he said, actually, maybe not. He said he no. he was going to lose. <laughs> yeah, he. I think he would. <laughs> I think you. And that's so funny. Yeah. And how did yeah. you get so big and strong? My big, strong boy. I wish I could massage your well, shoulders. I wish I was with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just been weightlifting consistently for almost two and a half years now, which is crazy. But um, what is your favorite protein to get you there? Oh, such a good question. So glad you asked. I live and die by First Form. Everyone, this episode is sponsored by First Form. There's a link in our show notes if you've been curious and you want to get any kind of supplements. I use the collagen every single morning and I put it in my coffee. I've been really focused on getting my protein in throughout the day. And if it weren't for First Form, I literally would not be getting my protein goals in any way, shape or form, but just mostly because I'm so busy and I'm running around all the time, but they have absolutely delicious meat sticks that are all 20 grams of protein. Jalapeno heat is my favorite. They have a million different kinds of protein bars as well. The mint, the mint chocolate one is literally a thin mint from Girl Scouts. Like you can't convince me otherwise. It's so delicious. Um, and they also have an app that you can get a lot of nutrition and w- workouts on there. And there's like a coach that they sign you up with. So they literally have thought of everything, but they have 5 million supplements. They also have workout apparel and I've gotten a bunch of different neon sports bras from there that I love to wear to the gym, biker shorts, leggings, Ashley likes their tank tops. 
Um, just lots of good stuff. So if you want to support us, if you're interested in focusing on your health this year, check out the link in our show notes and get free shipping. And then your shoulders could too look like Abby's. Yeah, and wouldn't that be a dream? Yeah. <laughs> then she'll have more evenly matched people to arm wrestle. <laughs> yeah, and then we can arm wrestle and then we'll really see who's who's more of a first form fanatic. Yeah. All right. What's next? Number 11, never be ashamed for being cringe. In fact, lean into it. I have no problem leaning into my own cringe because I love sharing my life on the internet. <laughs> However, I think a lot of people struggle with this and I used to struggle with this of just caring too much what other people think. And if you are into something, what is that quote that you always used to tell me? Everyone Audrey Peters. Yeah, Audrey Peters, the influencer. Everyone thinks you're cringe until you're successful. Because if you're like actually trying to make something of yourself on the internet, once mm-hmm. like once you make it, quote unquote, everyone's clamoring for your attention. But up until yeah. that point, everyone talks shit about you behind your back. There's always going to be haters, man. That's when you know that you've made it if you have a hater. Remember when I, you were selling the hair product Monet and I was in a class that you weren't in and someone raised their hand and you said, you mean a pyramid scheme like Monet, like Abby Hunt? <laughs> we're talking about pyramid schemes. You mean like Monet, like Abby? <laughs> yes. Screw everyone because I still paid for my, my college spring break trip to Mexico with my pyramid scheme. So goodbye and good night. One day I want to do just a pure story time episode and you can tell the story of the prisoner in Cabo. That's not making okay. fun of him at all. He was a convicted felon, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have to make it somewhat PG-13. Yeah, but yeah. I'll it. <laughs> but no, all it's right, absolutely true. And no one, no one knows that one though better than you. Number 12, it's much easier to meet people if you go places alone. You're still trying to do this though, aren't you? You admitted to me that I'm better at this than you, which I found hard to believe. Well, I'm looking back. I used to be really good at it when I first moved to Nashville because I quite literally knew no one and I had all these things I wanted to go to. And if I don't have anyone to come with me, I would, would go by myself and I would talk to all these different people and network and all that. And I met a lot of people. Um, And then once I kind of got more solidified friend groups here, I don't do that as much because I have a bunch of people I can do stuff with. But I want to try and bring it back into practice too because like recently I went even just to my apartment pool by myself as opposed to with a friend or with my roommate. And I started talking to girls and I made like five girlfriends at the pool this one day. And I was like, do you guys want to come to my birthday? And they were like, of course. And I like sent them my birthday invite and it was so cute. Yeah, and I have a shared note to plan her birthday. And I saw on your list, you put like Gabby, quote, met her the other night at Red Door. Like so so you remember who these people are. You tell all of them, come with a name tag so that I know who you are for, for my birthday. Come with a name tag and a short blip of how we met, please. <laughs> um, no, that's really sweet. And I think that even like Abby, when she was first started talking about, she was referring to like events alone. But like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be events alone. You can go to get coffee alone or like take a book and go to a uh, like low-key oh, happy hour. Oh, and if hour. you want to get asked out, you have to go to the bar alone because men are not going to approach groups of Yes. Women. Or even – here's another good one. If you're meeting a friend for dinner and it's at a restaurant with a bar, get there like 30 minutes early and get a drink alone at the bar. Ooh, that's then you really get a chic. twofer. That's really chic. Uh-huh. And then someone will hopefully talk to you. One of my personal favorites is going to the beach alone with um, a book and then like getting like a drink or an ice cream after. Well, you're never alone if you have a book. You never have all your friends in there. When you have God, if you've got God, you've got a friend. That too. That too. (laughs) That too. He's everywhere. All right. Number 13. You can't control the actions of others, but you can control how you react to them. That's something that I work on a lot because I'm somewhat of a control freak. I think I've grown a lot in that. I used to be way worse, actually, if you can believe it. But I always just 
thought that my way was the best way. Like the way that I would do yeah. it is the way everyone should do it. You always had trouble realizing people think differently than you. <laughs> right. And that's honestly my only child syndrome showing because I can only see things from one perspective. I only had one perspective growing up in my household, yeah. you know? Um, but it's – I can – I have to realize that like I have agency to take control over my emotions and my responses, but I cannot control what others do and other people are going to make their own mistakes. And that's why I also am like a little nervous about parenting because I'm going to want to like protect them at all costs and like control their entire lives and then they're going to hate me. So yeah. got to get better at that before I pop any out. One time you told me that everyone always thinks that they're the most right person in the mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. which is true, but it also just helped me with perspective too. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, we're all the centers of our own universe, so why wouldn't we think we're right? Abby does have a 42-year-old brother. He's 46. He's 46. Oh, my gosh. A 46-year-old brother, (laughs) which makes him old enough to be her father. And they look nothing alike. Will he get mad? Let's put put on the story. Will he get mad? Let's put it on the story after the picture you sent me last night and you and say siblings or (laughs) – Siblings or strangers. Siblings or father and daughter. Yeah. Who's to say? Okay, number 14. If you have to defend him to your friends, he's not the one. Seen it done a million times. If you are making excuses for this man or woman, if you are, you know, defending his actions or something that he said or did to your friends, like, sis, there's better out there. He's not the one. Sorry. Yes, 100%. And he should also, this is not like the same thing, but it's just the same vein. Um, you shouldn't be with someone who's not excited about you. Right. Like if they're just like kind of. If he's not eh, excited about you. Well, it's there. fine if you don't care too. But if you actually care and he's not excited about you. Um, yeah. That's, there's Trash. something up with that. Yeah. Number 15, you have the power to create the life you want, but it doesn't happen overnight. <clears throat> that's good. I think that's you you shit. said it all. <laughs> and that's an, another thing I want to add on to it too is I believe in manifestation to a degree. I think it's good to like speak what you want out into the world and to talk about it with others around you and get excited about it. But I also think there are some solid action steps that need to be taken in order to create the life that you want, such as, for example, I could technically manifest, quote unquote, my move to Nashville, my cross country move. But, like, there's still so many logistics that have to go into it. Like, people talk a big game about creating the life they want and starting over and doing this, moving to their dream city, trying to get their dream job. But, like, you got to put yourself out there. You have to make the connections. You have to make the calls. You have to go through the uncomfortable stuff for it to actually happen. Also, Um, now you're modeling. And now I'm modeling. Suck on that, losers. Everyone who told me I was ugly when I was a kid. (laughs) Look at me now. How do you like me now? An ugly little kid sitting there eating a bowl of ice cream watching America's Next Top Model in Central Washington. <laughs> no, that's literally me. Wouldn't your, dad, so wouldn't your dad scream at you? That's enough. <laughs> ice cream. He would, tell me, he would tell me to stop eating potato chips and get off the couch and do some sit-ups. <laughs> what? Uh, potato chips are totally fine, but wouldn't you like hammer through a bag? <laughs> no, I just, yeah, there was no self-control in that yeah. house. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, number 16 life is way too damn short to not enjoy your favorite foods I learned this one the hard way because I used to have a really restrictive diet because I thought that was the way I was going to lose weight Um, and I would like never eat desserts for long periods of time and just like be like oh I can't eat carbs can't eat pizza and I would have all this guilt surrounding all of my favorite foods which is so dumb because you're literally on this earth for like five minutes okay 
we are on this earth for five minutes. And if we are not eating pizza and ice cream, obviously in moderation, not every day, all the time, but like when we're out with friends, when it's the summer and we want to grab an ice cream, like there should be no guilt around eating that because it is purely to spark joy and to just enjoy it. Yeah. Especially no holds whatsoever when it's holidays, summer, or you're out of town. Then for sure it's yes. like feral with whatever you want. Then for sure it's all bets are off. Then, especially out of town, two ice creams a day. <laughs> especially for Ashley. Remember yeah. when we were in Austin and we got one like we went to Jenny's like every day? <laughs> yeah, sometimes twice a day. Concerning. Number 18, it's okay to ask for help. I think it's really hard for people. Um, not so much me, but as I've seen other people move throughout the world, it's really hard for people to like delegate and to realize when they have too much on their plate and they do need help. What That's the whole point of like building a community and a circle around you of good people is that it's okay to ask for help when you need it. Yeah, that's good. I feel like a big sister. <laughs> I like it. I like, I like the role reversal. Usually I'm telling you I what's like what. <laughs> I know, and I'm just like reacting. Yeah. Okay. Number nineteen: Don't surround yourself with negative people because it will rub off on you. A hundred percent. The people you spend time with, like you'll start morphing into them a little bit. Like it is a reflection of you. And so, if you're with all these like Debbie Downers and people who just don't see the joy in all the little things and the childlike whimsy of life, and don't lean into bits and don't do all the things that like are fun. Then get some new friends. And like, we cannot be doing that. Not every single friend you have is going to be like a nut. That's like, oh my gosh, no, like we're no, so no. lucky to get to. We're walk not all comedians. <laughs> to get to, we're so lucky to get to walk blocks to go do this activity. Like, no, not everyone's going to be a freak like that. But try to balance your interactions a little bit with people that are like upbeat, overly positive, with some regular folk or downers. Like you, you yes. try to have a balanced regular plate. folk or downers. <laughs> try to have a balanced plate. Um, I've had friends tell me like, oh, I've noticed like life is like, like a lot more special little things about life because I think of you and your other friends, like they're like that. And I was going to say something else really quick. Um, downers. Nah, I got nothing. She's out of thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Number 20. If you can't tone it, tan it. (laughs) I love this one. True. It's so true. Especially in the summer, like. Like we're saying, we're enjoying all our favorite foods and everyone's like so strict usually about like their diets in the summer and like the way their bodies oh, look because they're going to be in like swimsuits and I'm stuff. I'm so strict this summer and my version of so strict is not <laughs> drinking and having dessert on the same day. <laughs> Gotta rotate. Gotta <laughs> that rotate. Is, yeah. That's my version of so strict. Yeah. But the thing is like if we're out in the sun and we're having fun and we're by a pool or a body of water or beach or what have you and we're getting tan, we're going to look so much better and healthier no matter what. So just like take care of your body, of course. But like if you can't tone it, just get a tan. Tanning is like wearing black. It's instantly slimming. It's so slimming for what? Like I don't get it. Okay, number 21, dating someone because you're bored is never a good reason. Okay, I'm sorry. You've spent Uh, your entire (laughs) life doing this. You're currently doing this. You've done this every single day since I've met you. And you started doing this actually when I stepped out of your life, when I stepped out of your life. So that tells me you were fulfilled with me. (laughs) Okay, but the thing is... If you what? Let's hear it. <laughs> like you can still like. Don't you think alcoholics realize it's not good to be an alcoholic? But you still do it. No, I know. So you're saying you, it's you, still you, a lesson. Like I can recognize that that's not a good way to go about it, but like still partake. 
but eventually I'm going to grow out of this. Like this is, it doesn't, I never said I'm perfect at this, Ashley. That's what alcoholics say too. Eventually, like I'll be able to put down the bottle. Hi, Um, my name's Abby and I'm addicted to dating (laughs) mediocre men. And you're Abby's addicted to dating. I've never met anything like it. (laughs) You can't go 72 hours without saying, you know what? Yes, I'm going to start texting a new boy or I'm going to schedule a date. I'm not making fun of her. I think this is great. I think this is fun. fun It provides a lot of fodder. However, can you Yeah, you guys would have so many less funny stories and characters to talk about if it were. Some of our best friends were hanging out two weeks ago and we spent a fifth of the time talking about silly stuff about Abby. <laughs> Not a fifth, maybe an eighth. I won't flatter you too much. Talking about silly That's stuff like about so Abby. It's like so iconic that you guys just sit around and talk yeah. about my folklore, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean – I don't even know this about you. I need to make sure that you can stand on your own two feet. Like, I'm not like you. So I have to constantly be trying to make plans. I have to constantly be content with being alone and not having someone feed into my Mm -hmm. ego by texting me fun and flirty stuff. Right. Well, I'm not very independent, that's for sure. Two feet. (laughs) Are you? I don't know. I don't know if you're emotionally independent. Mm, there's a big difference that's something for my therapist that's between something for my therapist. emotional independence and physical mm. independence I think I can't I'm okay at both I'm not great at either I'm okay that's really self-aware Ashley yeah when by physical yeah. independence I could not live in an apartment alone and never speak to another person and face-to-face all day long I'd have mm-hmm. to have my family or a roommate or a lover I couldn't be or even I guess a pet a little bit but I but I can still be alone longer than you can I know you're bouncing off the walls when you're left alone for like two hours no I get like so depresso like it's really scary yeah. <laughs> and emotionally I know you're not independent at all nope <laughs> no. some- correct ding 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 we have a winner so there's some food for thought and okay we've got to move on okay sorry but what what are you saying though because that's not a lesson you just said well sorry what was the original statement dating someone because you're bored is never a good reason so you know that i do know that yeah, but i don't yeah. think that's like a great reason to, okay yeah. i don't think that's a great reason to date someone yeah yeah okay but but it's not like a lesson you oh it's something that you've learned but you're not changing you just know it to be true <laughs> <laughs> Enough about me. <laughs> you just know. I'm pulling. What I know is we just spent 45 minutes on the phone talking, and that doesn't cooperate with that. Pulling my shirt collar. Okay, whatever. Next. We're a work in progress. We all are. Whatever. Okay, number 22. Actions. <clears throat> actions speak louder than words. If he wants to see you, he'll make it happen. This is could not be more clear and it's so effing true because I of course am a serial dater and I date all these men and I talk to all these guys and it is so apparent when a guy wants to see you he will make it a priority he will figure it out he will make plans he will bring it up he will schedule like if men want something they will go after it that's just like how it works um and it's just I've seen so many girls be like oh well you know, like he's just really busy and maybe he had something come up and like just make all these excuses yeah. and like let's just be so for real. Like if he wanted to, he would in that sense. And so it's just important. I've been, you know, guilty of that as well. So I'm not saying I'm immune, but it's something I've noticed. You've been jilted. Yeah, I've been jilted. <laughs> I've, I've been led on. I've been held on by just enough attention, just enough flirtation to think that they like you, but like they don't because their their actions speak louder than words. And if they're not trying to make plans to see you, like they just don't give a shit. I've seen someone that's canceled on you several times tell you like we should go for a walk and you act as if you were just gifted a house on the HGTV home giveaway. I- 
Okay, number 23, cultivating hobbies that make you happy and boost your serotonin are crucial to a balanced life. I was thinking of reading when I wrote this. How beautiful. I've Something that I've been thinking as well, kind of along the same vein, but I'm not, I'm not even sure what to do. I was reading this book and the older sister, she was supposed to like say a fun fact when she walked in during the wedding party. And she was like, her fun fact was something like dumb, like about work or something. And she's like, I have no skills. She's like, I don't play the guitar. I don't speak in five languages. I don't have a, a like no skills that are just hobbies though. You know, not like, you know, how right. to Photoshop or how to uh, do taxes, <laughs> like not a, not a working skill, like a for fun skill. So I think that's also right. important too. And something to think about. Hobbies are so important though so important and I say this all the time I want I want my skill to be cooking but my actions don't show that because I like don't make any steps to try and get better at it but I think I think maybe down the line like I will start kicking my butt into gear but I think I would like I would like to be better at that you know yeah I like to I think I'm pretty good but I like to be Julia and Julia you know (laughs) oh oh I know them oh do I know (laughs) that seems kind of silly and fun to be like that yeah 100 percent um, okay, we're almost to the end of the list. Number 24, if I'm feeling depressed, I probably need to get off my phone. Just a good reminder. That's probably yeah. what it's stemming from. One time in COVID, I convinced Abby that she must have had a brain tumor because she was on her phone for so long that she couldn't see straight. And she like called her mom. She's like, mom, I have to be with my eyes closed on the couch. Something's wrong with my head. Like it's been like this for days. I can't move. I can't lift my head. I can't walk. <laughs> and then we deduced. And then I was like, oh my God, Abby, you need to get to a doctor. Like this could be the first time symptom of a brain tumor. And she started yeah. having a panic attack. And then we deduced your screen time was like 15 hours. <laughs> Yeah, it was like right when TikTok had just Your eyes. And our brains weren't adjusted yet to like being on TikTok yeah. for 15 hours. It straight. was like too much and like it was the beginning of COVID so we had nothing to do. So I literally was on my phone all day and it made me ill, physically and violently <laughs> ill. <laughs> You're like car sick. <laughs> so crazy. Okay, number 25. We've made it to the end of the list. 25 life lessons by 25. Some of the best days I'll ever have are still ahead of me. Yeah. And I think that's really comforting. And we forget. Because we forget. Because, like, being this age is so much fun and people are always, like, scared of aging. Like, damn, I don't want to get any older. Which, you know, sometimes I agree. But in college was some of the best years of my life. And those are some of the best memories ever. But there's still so much life to live, so many fun, exciting things and so many people to meet and things to do and things to see. And I'm just excited for it all. Mm -hmm. Quarter of a century, everyone. We made it. (laughs) Snapped and clapped for for that. (laughs) Snap it up. Snap it up. No, no, that's that's sweet and that's true. Yeah. So I hope – you, Ashley, and you, the audience, learned one single thing today. If you had any takeaways, I'd love to know what they were, but I slaved away making this list. It kind of stressed me out a little bit. That last one reminds me – I already have some food for thought. That last one <laughs> reminds me of something that I deduced from, like, a book I read not too long ago, but that no matter, like, what you do in life and, like, who you end up with and mm-hmm. whatnot, you will – no matter what in any, like, things that you do, you'll always get – the same emotions which are like happiness joy success but also like sadness and like disappointment like no matter what you do Hmm. like abby you could have married like some guy from like two years ago or you can marry someone in 10 years and no matter what you're still gonna get love and joy and you're still probably gonna get disappointment from him at some point so no matter what you end up doing you're still gonna get the same range of emotions which i think that's quite interesting good to know and nice it takes some pressure i've actually never heard it put that way before yeah 
We can deep dive on it later after you read the specific book. (laughs) I can't wait. But that was sweet. And yeah, if anybody is in town, please go and to Abby's birthday party. (laughs) It should be. Please. She's begging. She needs more friends. It should be a who. And you are allowed to bring a schmuck, a plus one, a dinner for a schmuck. Schmucks, comma, dinner for them. You have a table up with food, and one side says schmucks only, and the other side is invited guests. <laughs> I feel like do, that will be like what my wedding is. Do you have a pit about 25? I don't. That's good. I think 25 is fun, flirty, and sexy. And I think I it's so wait. sexy. I think 24 is flirty. I think 24 is flirty, 25 is sexy, and 26, like, pulling my shirt collar. <laughs> 26, mm, we'll, we'll reevaluate yeah, when we get there. Give it another year. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you enjoy this podcast and you think someone else in your life would enjoy it, please share it and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at justgowithit.podcast. We love hearing from you guys. We love when you DM us. We love chatting with you on there. But we're so obsessed. I can't wait to be 25. Thank you guys to every single person that listens. It makes me feel so special and fun. It's the best gift I could ever ask for for my birthday. Love you guys so much. Happy summer. Happy July. And go kick some ass. Start playing the music like you're at the Oscars and it's time to kick you off stage. (laughs) Get her off.